0: The 2014 Singapore Airshow saw over 23 billion euros worth of deals made. There may not have been any headline-worthy widebody orders or low-cost airlines signing for 400 jets at a time, but that didn't really matter. This has rapidly become one of the most important aviation showcases on the calendar, and this year's edition further cemented that reputation. Here the world convenes to engage with the lucrative Asia-Pacific aerospace market one that's seen massive recent growth and still represents plenty of untapped potential. It's an event with a particularly strong showing on the defense side, drawing the most important manufacturers of military hardware and high-ranking generals alike. But it's equally attractive to commercial airframers, and the combined activity and the money-changing hands can be dizzying. This year's most high-profile visitor the carbon-fiber twinjet A350XWB. Airbus's newest model, currently in flight testing, made its first public appearance, performing a flying display and allowing visitors on board. It was the star of the show despite receiving no new orders, an indicator of how the air show's value to manufacturers goes well beyond the number of contracts signed.
1: Even though no A350s were ordered at this show, Airbus is obviously eyeing um, the Asia Pacific as a major opportunity. Um, our analysis shows that about 50% of every of the aircraft deliveries every month come to the Asia Pacific market. So even though this show doesn't have the big headline uh, orders that you see at Dubai, it's a crucial networking place uh, for the major um, airframers.
0: Airbus chief test pilot Peter Chandler was at the helm for the A350's first extended flying display.
1: It's the first time we've actually done a full display uh, at an air show. We did a, I did a, a, just a flyby at the Paris air show, but that was only the third flight of the airplane. Now we're completely confident in the handling of the airplane, it's, it's been tuned well, so I'm quite happy doing exactly the same display as I would do in the, the A380. Uh, and uh, I really enjoy doing that. From our perspective in the flight test department, the, the, the test program is going very well, the airplane is staying very serviceable, so we, we're very confident in it.
0: One of the most notable new aircraft programs on the defense side, Lockheed Martin's F-35 fifth generation fighter jet, still isn't quite ready for a public showing. Visitors had to make do with a true to scale model. The F-35 program is emblematic of a larger trend in the defense sector, very much in evidence at the show. The move towards advanced data integration, taking massive amounts of data and packaging it intelligently for decision makers in the field, including pilots. If we data link these aircraft together. So when
1: you send a a group of four F-35s out to fight, they fight and hunt as a pack, or really almost like a wolf pack, where what one pilot sees in his cockpit is seen across the entire flight formation. So they're commanding and controlling and designating and targeting things, uh, avoiding things, seeing things, without much in the way of communications. You take that sensor suite, and that is integrated together in the cockpit for the pilot, and he has almost a godlike perspective of the entire area uh, around
0: the airplane, in some cases hundreds of miles around here. Many companies have set up bases in Singapore from which to expand further into the Asian market. Sweden's Saab is one of those. It's eagerly promoting a full package of military equipment to Asian nations, including a lower cost maritime surveillance offering in the 340 MSA, even missile packages and air traffic control systems. For Saab, this region is vital. Asia-Pacific is a very important region for Saab. I think Asia-Pacific is very important for any kind of business. This is where we see the biggest growth in in the world. And Singapore is the bridge between the mature market in the Western world and the dynamic market here in Southeast Asia. 75% of our order intake is actually coming from customers outside of Sweden. That's why it's so so important to be here. And it also means that we can utilize what we learn from the Swedish market to do more with less, that's really in the DNA of people in Saab. The requirements for new military equipment here are vast, and include not only combat and surveillance aircraft, but tankers and transports as well. Patrolling maritime borders was, however, one of the more dominant themes. And that's no surprise given current tensions in the region.
1: This region has a lot of issues, and there's a lot of territorial disputes in the East China Sea. And that's going to drive demand for defense equipment. One area that there's a lot of talk of is around this maritime surveillance, ISR intelligence surveillance and reconnaissance. And um, this is basically where countries can send up aircraft and keep an eye on what they view as their territorial waters. So, you know, there's all sorts of players coming into that.
0: The Singapore Air Force, celebrating its 45th anniversary, took full advantage of the event to show off its capabilities, with over a dozen aircraft and weapon systems on display and a 3,000 square meter pavilion celebrating its history. And the message they sent is as much about business as it is national security.
1: Singapore is seen as probably the most well-defended piece of real estate in the planet. I mean, per capita, per square mile, there's so many defensive assets here. So yes, even though it's a volatile political environment, I think Singapore likes to send the signs that, look, if you do invest here, it is safe.
0: In the two years before the next Singapore air show, there'll be lots to watch. Defense spending in Asia is set to continue rising, and that will mean big business and a growing pressure to secure contracts. Meanwhile, the world's new entrance to the single aisle commercial aircraft market, most of which are still building or test-flying their aircraft, will be hitting important developmental milestones, in some cases bringing aircraft into service. And as ever, Boeing and Airbus will battle especially fiercely in this region, where the potential for both next-generation narrowbody and larger jet orders will be seen as a prize no one can afford to miss out on. For Monocle in Singapore, I'm Gabriel Lee.